Welcome to Sparrow Falls, a refuge from the storms of life. Grief, grieving together as a couple, the future of while we're waiting, and more are in our third and final episode with Brad and Jill Sullivan. If you'd like to stay up on what's happening at Sparrow Falls, subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media. You can find out more about that on our website at sparrowfalls.org. Now here's our host, Todd Schaefer. Why is the grief of child loss so much more devastating than other kinds of loss? I've lost a father, I've lost a son, and they are two very different kinds of grief. And grief is hard enough on its own. But when you grieve a child, you and your spouse grieve the same loss, together. And your form of grieving may be very different from how your spouse grieves, and that can cause problems. How can bereaved couples who grieve differently grieve well together? These questions form a rich discussion with Brad and Jill Sullivan, the founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. And we will conclude with what's in store for the future of the While We're Waiting ministry. While We're Waiting is a ministry that holds biblically-based retreats for parents who have experienced child loss, designed to minister to the unique needs of bereaved parents. The retreats take place in nine different locations across the U.S., and meals and lodging are provided at no cost to the parents. I'm so grateful for this ministry and thankful that Brad and Jill locked arms with Larry and Janice Brown to make the sacrifices they did to build and sustain this incredibly needed ministry. This is the third and last episode of my interview with Brad and Jill. I encourage you to listen to the first two episodes. You can find them at sparrowfalls.org. And you can find more information about While We're Waiting at whilewe'rewaiting.org. This is episode seven. Um, I got another tough question for you, and I, I don't expect an answer, but I just wanted to pose it to see, because I've, I've been thinking a lot about this. I've lost my father. I've, we've had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Nothing compares to what we've experienced with the death of Tristan. I've had two other deaths in my life, like very close deaths, but losing my son, mm there's no comparison between that mm. and the other deaths. And I don't know why I can't explain mm. what that difference is other than it's expected that you're going to lose a parent. And maybe there's an expectation that, you know, miscarriage does happen, but I can't, and you read stories about people in, in past ancient times and they're losing children, you know, they, they lose more children than they, they have. And so you think, you know, yeah you'd sort of dismiss it, but really, do we really dis need to dismiss it? Maybe, maybe it was just as impactful then as it mm -hmm. is today. And it just didn't have the language to express it or, or deal with it. But mm -hmm. I'm, I was just wanted to pose this question to you. What do you think the difference between those, those two different, the death of a child and the death of, of other experiences that we have? Yeah. Let me see if I can express this properly or the way I want to. <laughs> um, we actually were doing a presentation at a, at a church one time and um, a gentleman came up and he had, he had lost a spouse, not a child. And he came up and he was looking at our display. This was several years ago. And uh, he said, he said, I've always thought that the love between a parent and a child is the highest form of love 
And the reason I think that is because God chose to use that expression of love mm. by giving his own son. Wow. When God sent his son, mm-hmm. does that make sense? When God sent his son, yeah. he was, he was demonstrating the highest form of love, the highest form of sacrifice mm. that he could make. Wow. And, um, he says, I think that's why God chose that relationship to demonstrate his love for us because that love between a parent and child is the highest form of love. And I thought that, that really struck me that day Hmm. as, um, as truth. Hmm. (laughs) Um, and I hope I'm expressing that clearly enough where that makes sense. Yeah. I've heard that before, but from somebody, but I've forgotten about it, but Mm -hmm. it does make sense. It does. There is a, I can relate to that. Yeah, that God created that particular relationship to be so mm. strong and so unique. Yeah. yeah, that bond that that's I mean, mm-hmm. he could have he could have chosen a different relationship, you know, to to give as as the sacrifice for the sin of the yeah. world. But he chose a parent child relationship to picture love, mm. the ultimate love. Right. And I think that I think, I think that's why it, that that's impacted us. I mean, I, I, we've had this, I've lost my dad since, since Hannah went to heaven, my dad went to heaven and, you know, it's, it's, there's no comparison and, yeah. and other people. And, um, so I, I, you know, I, I've experienced the same thing and, and, um, so I, I'm just like you, and, you know, there's no comparison. <laughs> well, I, you know. I, I think Joe Joe had the perfect answer, and, and it doesn't yeah. need elaboration because <laughs> <No. laughs> it's so impactful. Yes, that's so true. Um, but, but to to experience loss after your after Hannah went to heaven, and and this with my perspective changed, you know, uh, I really I really celebrated that loss that that he's and my dad was his health was failing and. Yeah. Um, and I grieved his loss. I mean, I, I miss my dad, but man, I celebrated that he's, he's getting his reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is with his savior and he's with his granddaughter. He's with Hannah. Yeah. And, I, a little jealous. Right. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> and it's been, it's been two years this week yeah. that since my dad That's went right. to heaven. And, and, uh, you know, I, as I think about that, I, when I got the news, I was like, <laughs> I was just saying, thank you, Lord, you know, and, mm-hmm that he's healed and, and he's, yeah. he's not suffering. His body is, he doesn't have his vessels not broken like it was. And yeah. And he's good. So, hmm. but it's true. It's very different experience. Very different experience. Yeah. Very different. Mm-hmm. And, but I think losing Hannah, it changed my perspective. You know, mm-hmm. I saw things I saw, I saw death differently for those that are believers, you know, that's, that's, that's the hope we have. And that's the celebration of, of their life. And right. I guess it's, it's also a, a reminder that we need to be sharing Jesus with people. Yeah. That's true. Cause if you don't have that, that hope, you know, then, you know, the, that, that moment is, is eternal hell. Yeah. In darkness. And, you know, I, you know, I, I want to have compassion for the loss and, 
and how can I, how can I point them to, to Christ? You know, I, I want to do more. I want to do that daily. And, and yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. Do you think that there is an inherent trauma in child loss that isn't in other loss relationships? Because one, I, you know, maybe it's just because we had to deal with a suicide, but I, I, I didn't realize for a while that my, what I thought was grief was actually trauma. Mm. And when I went to a trauma counselor, a Christian trauma counselor, they, they graded me on a PTSD scale, almost severe. I was almost at severe mm. and yeah. that just, it blew me away. Cause I, you always hear about PTSD and then, you know, suddenly you've got it and you didn't know it. Mm. Um, uh, I just wonder if that's, if that's a common experience among parents who have lost children, some degree of trauma? I think so. Um, you know, many of the parents that we meet were with their child when mm -hmm. their child died and, and yeah. saw things and heard things and uh, smelled things and experienced things that they'll never forget. We were with Hannah when she mm -hmm. went to heaven. Um, and it was not Oh, you hear stories of, you know, people singing and, you know, they're mm -hmm. in, in peaceful passing and, and all of that. And that's what we had anticipated with her, but it was not that way. It was, it was a very, um, it, it was, it was a difficult death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we were present for all of that. And, um, you know, that was, there was definitely trauma mm -hmm. involved with that. Um, and then I also think of the parents who were not with their child when they died, yeah. who always live with, oh, if only, you know, I could have been yes. there and what were their yes. final moments like? And, you know, were they alone? Were they afraid? Were they in pain? There, there's trauma there too. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, I think there's, I think there's immense trauma mm -hmm. with child loss. Yeah. Um, you know, we're there with them when they're born yeah. and it's the best day of our lives when they're born. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, you know, for their lives to end prematurely from what we always thought mm. they would be, there's, there's inherent trauma in that. I yeah. do think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's important for child loss parents to check that out and see if they need uh, counseling to, through that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going through it now. I don't know how helpful it's going to be. It seems to be helpful, yeah. but you know, you never know. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Um, this might be a little personal, so you don't have to, to answer it, but I wanted to know if you guys at the start were able to grieve well together. I did think you grieve so. differently? We did. We do grieve differently. But the other thing that's a little bit unique about our story is we began to grieve a year before Hannah went to heaven. That's true. Yeah. Um, so we had a whole year of walking through the cancer journey mm. and, you know, there's a lot to deal with, even with that, as far as, you know, praying for healing mm -hmm. and faith and sovereignty of God and all of those concepts that you have to kind of work through during that year. And, you know, you kind of think you have it figured out and then the child dies mm. and then it's a whole, it's 
all different again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we learned to kind of give each other grace mm-hmm. um, because we do grieve differently. Brad yeah. is uh, the more emotional of the two of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gets teased a lot at retreats. They, uh, they, people threaten to bring in, bring out an IV. So he'll, he won't dehydrate by the end of the weekend because he's, <laughs> his tears flow, um, which is a beautiful thing. It's a good yep, thing. That's um, true. In my family, we're much more a stoic type of Dutch family. We don't, we just don't cry that much. And um, so we had to, we had to realize that that was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And accept that about each other. But again, we had a year to kind of prepare for that. So our situation is a little different in that way. I will say, and this seems to be a very common thing among, among bereaved parents, during the cancer journey and afterwards, the days when I was at the very bottom of the barrel, as low as I could go, he was usually up here. He was having a better day. Mm-hmm. And, and then our roles would switch. <laughs> mm-hmm. The days that he was absolutely broken and couldn't go on and couldn't take another step, I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we rarely had a terrible day. Mm-hmm at the same time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that seems to be an experience with a lot of bereaved parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's just a grace that God gives, um, in order to keep us moving. Yeah. Um, but that, that seems to be fairly common, mm-hmm. not always the case, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've talked to yeah. a lot of brief parents who, who do struggle because they don't grieve the same and it, mm-hmm it's a source of tension added tension to the baggage mm-hmm. of everything that they're dealing with. Yeah. And, um, you know, you do have to show each other grace and, mm-hmm. um, recognize that your spouse is not in a, necessarily in a place to provide you what you need and that you need to find friends and other support, mm-hmm. uh, to walk through that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For Brad, going to the grave brings him comfort. Mm. And for me, it does not, yeah. not at all. And, and so we have to give each other grace with that. Mm-hmm. You know, if he wants to go, he can go and yeah. that's fine. And, and he does not pressure me to go. You mm-hmm. know, he knows that that's not helpful to me. We do go. Um, she's buried about an hour and a half drive from here. So, I mean, it's not like we can just drop by. Right. We have right. to go there when we're going. Um, and there are, there are times we go together, you know, I Mm -hmm. usually go twice a year, her birthday and her heaven day. Mm -hmm. Um, Brad will go more often than Mm -hmm. that when he's in that area. And, um, and that's fine. You know, we, we totally accept that about ourselves. Things like how he, he would get comfort from going in her bedroom. Um, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And we just gave each other grace mm-hmm. with that. He wanted to talk more um, about things. And I'm more of a quiet, yeah. quiet processor, mm-hmm. um, silent processor, maybe. And, um, you know, we figured out how to do that. One thing we did kind of figure out, he would a lot of times want to talk after we went to bed. <laughs> and that was the <laughs> last time that I would want to talk. I was just like, I just, I have to go. I have yeah. to shut down. 
Um, and so we had to figure out what time of day even Mm -hmm. was the right time to have conversations. And, um, again, you know, back to the parenting thing, when you still have surviving children living at home, a lot of our conversations were, how are we going to help Bethany through this day or through this thing that's going on at school or, you know, Mm. um, because, um, our, our surviving children struggle so much and we needed to be present for her Mm -hmm. yeah, um, and be united and be together, you know, for her to support her Mm -hmm. as best as we could as Mm -hmm. while we grieved ourselves. Mm -hmm. You you know, for um, me, it's, is our is at mom and dad grief and to understand you know i'm trying to understand her perspective as a mom that she you know and for hannah she she carried her for nine months and and then was you know took care of her as, a, as an infant and and then mm-hmm. that reverted back to that in the end that she was doing that again uh, but that I, I you know i, I had to really you know, just processing what a mom feels and you know her, her her nature is to care and nurture and 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 she was not you know did that for her as an infant and then did that for it at the end and and how that impacted her and the emotions from that and and then things that that I process too I mean just to be able to understand each other try to understand their perspective as a mom and as a dad and, and we're grieving the same child you know, it's, it's, they're, you know, you know, just trying to understand each other. And, and I, I know that just ha- trying to have conversations and we, we need to have more conversations even today. We're, so we're right. not the perfect communicators, but, right. uh, um, <laughs> but I would encourage people to talk and, uh, yeah. and, and just share and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you're, you're grieving the same child and, and yes. you both love that child and, and, um, uh, I mean, there's nobody in the world that loves Hannah as much as equally as I do as him, as him, right? you know? And so it, it makes sense for us to walk through this together. Yeah. Um, Nancy Guthrie, one of her um, illustrations is it's like two wounded soldiers walking through the battlefield, leaning on each other. And that's the way we need to walk as a couple. Um, some days, you know, I would be a little stronger and could kind of hold him up. And then some yeah. days he'd be a little stronger and could hold me up. And, uh, sometimes we just sat in the middle of the bottle battlefield and didn't go anywhere, right. but you know, you got to walk through it together. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. There, there's so much there between you two that now unifies you even more because mm-hmm. you both know what it's like to, to lose that child to love that child to be devastated mm-hmm. by that child's loss and nobody else mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. knows right. what you've gone through and what mm-hmm. you de- what you're dealing with the way you are so mm-hmm. yes i i affirm that and i've often thought that myself mm-hmm. and you know i think also for for couples um god says or ecclesiastes you mourn with those who mourn and i often have to tell myself when when my wife is crying you know, it's time for me to mourn with her, even though I may not want to, but Mm -hmm. that might be God's mercy for me to get me to mourn. Cause I'm like, like you, Jill, I'm more stoic. I, I don't, 
I don't really go that place um, often, and uh, I probably need to do more than I than I do. So, right. my wife is sort of my avenue into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what's new? What or what can we expect with um, while we're waiting in the future? What what kind of plans do you guys have uh, for that? <laughs> oh, um... I have just recently announced my retirement after 31 years as an educator. And uh, so I'm going to make myself available to support the ministry. We'll live off my retirement and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. and we'll do this uh, together. And, and we are excited about uh, what's coming with, Mm. with just word of mouth and podcast and uh, Mm -hmm. um, just, getting out there that, that there's something for for families and uh, we're excited about being able to go and support facilitators and and give them the confidence and and point them to jesus it's not us yeah. giving them confidence yeah. but it's the holy spirit but uh just to remind them that they can do this and and god can use them in a mighty way and and just mm-hmm. to be able to get glimpses of seeing that uh um you know we have seen the ministry really just, uh, it's, it's taken off. I think Jill has some numbers here that she can not share <laughs> well, with you. I was just going to say, when we started this ministry or when this ministry began, we never dreamed we would be outside of Arkansas. We thought we would do retreats in Arkansas. We never dreamed we'd build a retreat center. And then that happened. And now God has raised up facilitators and we have retreats in uh, nine different states ongoing in Arkansas, Alabama, Arizona, Oregon, Maryland, Illinois, Tennessee, Nevada, and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And that's just because God, you know, people have come to these retreats and, um, and most of them, they already felt a calling to a retreat type ministry before they ever came. Wow. And they've gone back home to their home states and, and, have started retreats in those areas. And then, you know, the retreat that you and Melissa attended was a retreat that was specifically for parents that have lost children to suicide Mm -hmm. for about eight years. We had done retreats of just mixed groups and we still do mixed groups. Most of our retreats are mixed groups, all types of loss from stillbirth to suicide, to drowning, to car accidents, to cancer, to murder, to To COVID. COVID to all of these different things, just a mixed group. Um, But we know we, we, we have seen through all of these years that the loss of a child to suicide is different. There's Mm. a different, um, there's a different burden to it. Maybe I'm not exactly how sure how to describe the difference. You could probably do that better than I, Mm. but we've seen the need or the value in Mm gathering parents together that have that commonality, that type of loss. Mm -hmm. And so we have begun hosting um, some retreats that are specifically for parents that have lost children to suicide. And I'm almost hesitant to talk about it on this podcast because the demand for that type of retreat is so great Mm. that um, our waiting list for that type of retreat is very lengthy all the way into 2023 and and probably beyond. Um, but you know, we are just praying. We're always praying that God would raise up more facilitators. Again, the suicide specific retreats can only be led by people who have lost children to suicide. Mm -hmm. You know, we, 
we don't go to those uh, yeah. unless we're there serving in the background. We don't participate in the in the sessions. We don't, don't participate hmm. because that's not our story. Right. We want you know those folks that have that particular kind of loss to feel perfectly comfortable and safe, knowing that everybody there has had that similar experience. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, but God has just been raising up people, um, all over the place to lead mm. retreats. And we are excited about that. So when you ask what the future is, um, I really think that's what it's going to be is just continuing expansion in other States with yeah. more facilitators and more types of retreats and things like that. We, like I said, we, we thought we would never be outside of Arkansas. We thought we would do two retreats a year. And we just recently hosted our 187th wow. <laughs> retreat in the last 10 years. Wow. Um, but, um, you know, there it's all God that's done mm. it all. We it's, um, so you've, you've ministered to almost 2000 parents in 10 years. Who've yeah, lost. we have a lot of single parents come. And yeah. so I actually, I've got my little card here. That's got all my numbers. We've, we've actually had 1,448 parents attend a retreat over the wow. last 10 years. Um, and we have, you know, like I said, we have, um, singles and couples that come to our retreats. Mm -hmm. Um, we almost always have multiple singles at any one retreat. Um, we've had a couple of retreats recently where we had more singles than we did couples. So, um, you know, I say that just to encourage somebody, a single mom or a single dad that thinks, Oh, I don't want to be the only single there. Most likely they wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but even if they were, we are family by the mm -hmm. time that weekend is over single couple doesn't yeah. matter. We're, mm -hmm. we're family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The ministry God has given you guys. I mean, you can't place a value on it. It's so valuable. Yeah. And I think Hannah would be incredibly proud of mm. what you've done mm. with her legacy um, yeah. in doing this oh. ministry. So we're so, so grateful for you guys. Yeah. Um, we are the ones who get the biggest blessing. That's from true. It, that is for sure. And, and just to see how God has grown this ministry, you know, we, we didn't, you know, we were open to that and, and his timing for this growth has been, uh, his, timing that's all we can say it's been perfect yeah. and um he's provided the resources uh you know we're we're the worst fundraisers that that <laughs> you ever, you ever you know and god we, can we, even we, use you yes yes that's the amazing thing is you know you know the retreat we went to in nashville tennessee was it, it's somewhat expensive and but it was worth every penny and so we were told that first retreat that we needed to charge something because there was, they had to have skin in the game. Mm. You know, they had to have a commitment. Yeah. And so we charged them $150 a piece mm -hmm. and, uh, the Browns and, and Jill and I got together before sometime during the day, Saturday and said, we can't take their money. Mm. And we gave their money back. Wow. And we, from that day forward, we never charged. Wow. And, and God has provided. And, uh, that that's just a testimony to his mm. faithfulness there too. And, and so we, we don't have to, we don't have to charge. Mm. And he's provided funds where we've built this retreat center and then we're able to host retreats. We have a, we rent a facility on Lake Tahoe. It's absolutely wow 
beautiful mm. um, uh, uh, on a lake in Minnesota and on Cannon Beach in Oregon. And, you know, God just provides where we can do that. And, and he does give us like, special uh, places that are, are affordable too. We don't, you know, yeah. they're very affordable and, and God provides that, you know, and, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, people ask us sometimes, how is this funded? And we just kind of shrug our shoulders. God just provides because we, <laughs> we are not fundraisers. We, we give people money back. And so, <laughs> wow. um, but he takes care of it. So we haven't had to worry about that. Yeah. So where, how can people find you? We have a website. It's while we're waiting.org www.whilewe'rewaiting.org and um, you can click on the locations tab and you can see all of the different locations you can click on the our retreats tab and you'll see our our regular retreats our suicide specific retreats and then we also host one day we call them mini retreats for moms that are just for moms and they're just on a Saturday throughout the year. Most of those are in hot springs. We sometimes do those in other places and they're, they're listed there. And then we also do a one day retreat for dads. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. We do have to chuckle though, because for the moms retreats, we'll do seven or eight of those a year and they have waiting <laughs> lists and they're backed up. And, you know, we do one dad's retreat a year. Yeah. I'm surprised um, you get that one. <laughs> it's it's hard to get dads to come, but, but Brad, but what when happens? You, you get them there, and you know we, we try to plan some activities, and you get them there, and get them in a safe environment, and they start talking about their kids, and they don't want to be quiet. Yeah, they don't that's even want to funny. take time to eat. Yeah, uh, that's so funny, isn't it? Once yeah. you get them going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and you've had dads come that say, we've, we've had dads that come and said, I, I've talked more about my son in the last eight hours or it, we were doing that over two days, the last two days. And I had in the last two years. Wow. And that's a wow. And that's incredible. Brad and Jill, thank you so much for joining us today and nice. sharing your incredible story and your pain. Um, I'm sure people are going to be so blessed by your testimony and uh i hope they take uh take you up on your ministry and, and get the the help that they need uh, mm. by attending a retreat yeah well thank you for the opportunity yes it's been an honor if you've lost a child consider attending a while we're waiting retreat if you know of someone who's lost a child forward this information to them while We're Waiting also has an active Facebook group that you can join now and a Facebook group for those who have previously attended a retreat. There's also a special While We're Waiting group for parents who've lost children to suicide. You can find more about While We're Waiting and sign up for a retreat at whilewe'rewaiting.org and consider donating to their ministry as it's entirely donor supported. Sparrow Falls is the ministry of Todd Schaefer. You can find our website at sparrowfalls.org. That's sparrowfalls.org. We hope to see you again. And though you walk in the midst of trouble, may God in His Word revive you and renew your hope. We look forward to seeing you again at Sparrow Falls.